Hey, what's going on? Oh, hey. And I got a poop. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, it's just the sound of my voice, right? Yeah. It's a callback. It makes sense. Oh, that's right. There was this one time that you said it, and then you said it again. Mm -hmm. Repetition is funny. People love when they hear things again. (laughs) So you can have something to look at when you're talking to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's true. All of it. Why don't you tell that joke again? Everything everything we just talked about is true. (laughs) And repeat. Thank you. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how's it going? It's going pretty good. I I was a little bummed about last night. I ended up working until 8.30. Oh, my goodness. Right. So that's why we didn't record yesterday. And uh, I got home a little early today. I got home at like 5.30. So that kind of made up for it. So things are going all right. Okay. Well, that's good. So you got, so when did you get home today? Or when did you go today? I I got home at 5.30 today. Okay. Well, that's, that's decent. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I um I have a temporary assignment mm-hmm. that I'm doing right now, so I'm working. Awesome. Yes, it's nice to get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, the the only thing that's unfortunate about it is its location. It's the same place that I worked before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is 40 miles from where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a 40 minute drive wouldn't be so bad, but it's never just a 40 minute drive. <laughs> it's always an hour and a half at the very least. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes it can be an hour, 45 or two hours yeah. just because people are dumb. So yeah. I like to say, people, um, if any of you out there live in the Chicagoland area and you drive on any of our fine interstates, I'd just like to say, well, you know what? I'm going to take it back. Nobody listening would do this because there are listeners and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. But here's my statement to the drivers in the Chicagoland area, especially on the interstate. If you would just move, we would all move. Yeah. Am I wrong in thinking this? Isn't there a logic behind this? I mean, if if you if you your car is moving, then the cars behind it will move. Right. So it's pretty why simple do we come to a stop. I don't understand how it happens. I mean, it's well, not like I, I read that there is a study done on this. They used a uh-huh. computer model of traffic. Uh-huh. And they find out that um, what causes this to happen is inevitably somebody is not paying attention in traffic. Uh-huh. And they slow down too much, too fast. Like, oh. like they're talking on the phone or they're eating a cheeseburger or something. And they look up. <laughs> They're they're clipping their toenails. <laughs> right. They look up and they're like, "Oh shit, I'm too close to this guy." And they they slam on the brakes. They do that little panic slowdown. Mm. That's where this wave starts, mm. and it causes the people behind them to do the same thing, and it starts to multiply and it shoots backwards through traffic until the wave results in stop traffic. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so it's basically the douchebag who's not actually paying attention. Yeah, it's yes. a it's a douchebag nowhere near you. It's a douchebag two miles up the road. Really? Yeah, and it, the 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 point where traffic is stopped is not even where the incident happened, which is <sighs> so unfair. It is. It really is. And you know, and that's one of the things that I that I'm not proud of is for for me personally is that when I am in traffic like that, mm-hmm. I find myself thinking, well, there better be a good reason for this. <laughs> right. There better be blood on the pavement. <laughs> I want to see carnage. <laughs> I, need, I need nothing less than hot burning metal. Right. <laughs> you know, which is horrible. And, and I don't really mean it, but it's, it's like this, it's like this gut reaction to it, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah, so that that's the the only drawback. Other than that, it's uh, it's been a very pleasant experience so well, that's far. That's good. Yeah, it's been pretty nice. So yeah. it's good to be um, out and about and getting out of the house and things like that again. Oh, so. I bet. Oh, you know, it's just you know, I find that my problem, as much as I would love to be, uh, you know, a self starter and stuff like that, it's like if I have tasks to do. You know, I have oh, no. I problem. hate tasks. I love tasks. They're my favorite. Give me a task, people. <laughs> <laughs> I I really, I, you know, and and it's it's something that I I wish that I could just you know think okay here's exactly what I should do today you know and you know I'm not it's not like I'm a child I mean I know how to do things but do you I just, Bridget? Um, you said we weren't gonna go that you know it's that's fine you know we'll talk about it another night anyway (laughs) you go to your room and think about it (laughs) you're so unfair (laughs) your face is unfair (laughs) i'm sorry i'm supposed to be the parent i'm supposed to rise above that such an easy burn (laughs) and no it's just i i just find that you know at the if I have tasks set in front of me, I I just do much better than if it's like, you know, I, I've thought about trying to either work for myself and what I used to do or the, in the crafty stuff that we mm-hmm. endeavor to do and things like that. Right. I just find myself like staring at the computer thinking there's probably something I should be doing about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, bunnies. <laughs> Shiny. <laughs> Yeah, I'm bad at things. But anyway, no, it's um it's been pretty nice. So that's, that's good. good. Yeah, and um let's see what else is going on. Oh, um today I had the opportunity to listen to some podcasts. And I tried one that I've been meaning to try for a while. Mm-hmm. Um but I haven't. And you, I you either probably have or it's on your list. Nerdist, have you listened to it yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh Chris Hardwick's um podcast yeah did you hear the um jonathan colton one yet no no the last one i listened to he had um felicia day on it okay i think i you know he releases a bunch of them yeah i I think she's on it a lot actually but i mean the the, the last one i listened to was driving back from uh chicago yeah i mean and he has the best guests on there too because Mm -hmm. he has the guests that we'd want to have you know Right. right so that's what that's what makes it so great but he um 
He had Jonathan Colton on, I want to say, the second to the last one. And the most recent one, I want to say it's the guy, it's one of the um, actors from Community. Mm. And that was really good, too. But um, Jonathan Colton comes on and he plays, you know, a few songs and they talk. And there was something in there. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm listening um, to the Jonathan Colton one on the way to work. Mm-hmm. There's a point where I laughed so hard <laughs> that you don't know, like when you're laughing so hard that like your eyes close. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was bad. It was like, okay, I'm going to have to be careful <laughs> listening to this podcast. It was hilarious. And you know what? If you listen to it and you know me, you're going to know what it is. <laughs> So check that out, people, the Nerdist, especially the Jonathan Colton episode. Um, but I feel like I'm telling people that they should follow Sween on Twitter. But, you know. Oh, well. Um, speaking <laughs> it's a great new podcast. <laughs> it's this new thing the kids are doing. Yeah. And it's only the it's only like the largest podcast out there right now. <laughs> so, um, I, as you know, have been listening to the Adam Carolla podcast. Yeah. Uh, because I like Adam Carolla. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, if he were to know me, he would get me. Uh, would you guys have a beer together? Like, yeah. if, if say, say you were at the airport and, you know, you were both waiting for flights, you would hang out? We would hang out, but we would not, like, hang out all day because we'd get tired of each other at some point. Is it because you're so similar? Uh, no, no, no. It's because oh. we're dissimilar enough. To mm. where we'd get along great for four hours at the most. Okay, yeah. And then, you know, you'd run out of material. Yeah, and then next week we'd do it all over again. Right, okay. <clears throat> but anyway, um, he's. I listen to his podcast. Um, he releases, he does it like a radio show, so it comes out every day. Wow, every day? Yeah, and uh, I listen to him in the morning on the way to work, and he's talking about how he had to fly to Seattle uh, to do a stand-up gig or something. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the difference between the L.A. airport and the Seattle airport, where everybody in Seattle is all laid back and, you know, all this other actually nice to people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes on to talk about how he witnessed um, one of the security screeners make this woman in front of him throw away an, uh, an entire bottle of wine that was a gift oh. because she couldn't take it on the plane. Because you can't take uh, liquids three ounces or over three ounces onto planes. Okay. So she should have checked it, but still. Right, right. Her mistake, you know, but still, he raises this point. He says she goes over there, she throws it in the trash. We're not allowed to take these liquids onto planes because they may blow planes up. Mm-hmm. But we just throw them in the trash at the security checkpoint. Well, I thought that the whole thing about the liquids, though, and I hate to be like the, oh, you know, he's right except for, I thought that was because they combined them once they were on the plane. Well, either either way, I mean, you could take, you can fit, oh, hmm. you can fit enough explosives into a bottle of wine to wipe out the security <laughs> checkpoint. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. Well, yeah, and I'm just imagining that and giggling. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, <laughs> I hate those guys. <laughs> I know. So do I. <laughs> but he raises a good point. He's like, you know, they're taking these supposedly 
destructive devices and they're just throwing them in a trash bin where there's a thousand people standing around. Could you imagine? Okay, here's a scenario I'm seeing now is that, um, you know, on on a busy day where they don't have a, a lot of capacity to kind of watch the crowd and see what's going on. Um, a bunch of terrorists will come in and they'll just knock over one of those garbage cans and take all the nail clippers <laughs> and just take them all hostage. Yeah. <laughs> and you, that, Nobody move like, or I'm going to cut your toenails really, really short. <laughs> you know how much oh, that hurts. I hate when that happens. Nobody move. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really hurt real, that bad until the next day. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do whatever you want. Just, just don't go down to the cuticle. <laughs> no, I, uh, I hate that. I hate that so much. I do too. And it, the worst, the worst no, part is you're walking around and then you start to feel it, and you're like, oh, today's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, I uh, just. Oh, the whole the the toenail clipper thing really shows us how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. But we still put up with it. Oh, I know. You know. Well, it, you know, it's sometimes I think they just try to come up with things to see if people will go for it. I think you're right. Like they like they have bets going on, and like in a back room somewhere, it's like okay, 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 hang on. <laughs> it has to be. Yeah, this time it's going to be liquids. Hey, how about if we make them take their shoes off? They're going to hate that. Nobody can be that dumb. Right. Yeah. Well, and yeah, there's lots of stuff that make me think that, you know, rules out there are arbitrary and just put in place to see what how much people will put up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, look, think about this. You walk into a building every day to go to work and you have to scan a badge probably, mm-hmm. right? And I've worked at places where you've had to scan, you have to scan that badge like five, six, you know, times during a day or, you know, all these different places to, to get where you're going and things like that. That's something right there. It's like, really, really, (laughs) (laughs) it's like how many different doors do there have to be and how many layers of security does there have to be? Uh, Although your job. Yeah. (laughs) As you know, I am trained in security. Mm hmm. I am certified. Mm-hmm. I don't want to brag, but it's a fact I'm certified. It's kind of a big deal, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's actually, um, it, it's called compartmentalization. And you, you don't want people having access to sensitive stuff that don't need it. Right, yeah. You know, so you, you have to section people off like that, and it's, it's the only way to do it. Yeah. The what last place I worked, they always used to call it the goldfish bowl, the one part, yeah. Yeah. because it was like the inner sanctum of the inner sanctum. <laughs> I always think the word sanctum sounds dirty. I was just thinking you know? that. <laughs> it's like I think it's located next to the rectum, or it's a part of the rectum. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like it should be. It sounds like something should come out of it be secreted from it it's something that yeah something not necessarily that pleasant yeah completely unpleasant mm-hmm. perhaps a bit smelly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did With we talk maybe. about um did we talk about the uh oh what word was it there's a word that always fucks me up even to this day condone <laughs> really yeah condone and when people say they don't condone something, 
Mm-hmm. I, condone has always meant the opposite of condone for me. Hmm. And I have so, to I have to always stop and, and remember, oh, that's right. I think it's the opposite of what it means. <laughs> because when you say I don't condone that, it means you don't support it. Right. Right. But and does I, anybody I always, ever say I condone that? Yeah. Yeah. You see it in a, like official speeches and stuff. Oh, okay. But I've never heard anybody do condone that. Condone sounds like it's a negative thing. Right. Like so, condemn. You know, you see somebody talking and they're like, I don't. I don't condone teenage sex. And you're thinking, right on. I don't either. <laughs> and then you figure out that you're you're on the wrong issue or oh. on the wrong side of the issue as yourself. You're like, never Damn mind. It, I do condone that. <laughs> Have at it. Just with each other. <laughs> yeah, condone, condone has messed me up for so long and I can't get over it. Right. Well, that's like... Um, did I ever tell you about Jim and and um, you've got your work cut out for you? No. And this is hilarious, too, because, okay, I heard this on How Much Do We Love a while ago. This was kind of, I think it was like kind of an early episode of How Much Do We Love podcast. They were talking about when people use the wrong words for things or when you realize that you use the wrong word for things. And it's like late in life and you're like how could i have thought that for yeah. so long and then you want to start you have to come up with people you've said it in front of yeah and you want to send them uh, like official An apologies and confessions like i finally realized <laughs> back in 1993 i said this and it meant something other than what i thought it meant exactly and you were kind enough to not correct me <laughs> Exactly. Well, and and Sarah Davis mentioned, she said, for years and years and years, I thought you've got your work cut out for you meant the opposite of what it means. Oh. She said she was thinking in like dressmaking terms. That So, you know, it's already all cut out yeah, for you. Yeah, somebody did the hard work, work already. Right, yeah. right. Somebody already did this work for you, right? So she mentioned that. And, um, and then I think it was it was like maybe six months later, and you know how weird it is when something like this happens where it's the same exact thing. Jim and I are watching a Formula One race, and um, this one guy's in a lot of trouble. And the announcer goes, well, he's got his work cut out for him. <laughs> and Jim goes, well, what does he mean? It's going to be really easy. And I'm like, well... What are you talking about? And he's like, well, he says he's got his work cut out for him, but or or no, it's it's going to be really hard or whatever. Right. right. And um and uh, he says he's got his work cut out for him, but he's you know he's he's got a lot of he's got a lot to do. And he's and I'm like, well, that <laughs> that means and he's like, and he just gonna you know the, the kind of look when somebody's realizing something, but yeah. somebody's realizing something oh. big <laughs> or that's been going on for that long. <laughs> He's, he's probably thinking about every time he's ever used it. <laughs> you saw 30 years of mistakes flash through his eyes in a second. <laughs> yes. He was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> it was like, it's okay. It happens. It's all right. <laughs> but probably the best story, and I'm just going to shamelessly steal this from How Much Do We Love, but tell you people to go listen to it if you haven't already, because I love them, um, was when Rob was telling the story of a girl who was giving a presentation, and um, she kept saying, um, facade. 
oh, or something no. like that instead of facade. Right. And she was using it all the time. It wasn't just like she said it once. It was like right. integral to her entire paper that she had written. So, you know, she's like, and then, you know, everybody, everybody, you know, has a, a facade. Mm. <laughs> Things Gosh. like that. So she went through the entire thing and everybody's just sitting there flinching every time she says it. And then the professor or whatever, after she uh, she's done, says, you know, excellent job, um, Katie. And by the way, it's facade. Yeah. <laughs> what is the etiquette about that, though? When do you stop somebody? Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it'll happen instinctively with me. I'll hear somebody say it and I'll be like, oh, and I'll repeat it correctly. And I'm right. not, you know, not trying to be condescending. And not in a way, I mean, just kind of saying it. Yeah, um, I'd be yeah. like, oh, facade. Yeah, okay. Unobtrusively, yes. Right. Not stopping the conversation. Did you just say facade? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah the I, what is the etiquette? Is it good? Is it bad? Because I would, personally, I would want to be corrected. I would, too, because I wouldn't want to be doing it again. Right. You know, so uh, what do you think, people? What's the right time to do that? And how, what's the right time and what's the wrong time? When do you let it go? In what situations? And, you know, because I can imagine, I mean, just think about if somebody's giving a speech and they do that. I wouldn't want to tell them like afterwards. No, I would. It's more embarrassing to me to go through an entire speech Mm -hmm. saying facade or facade. (laughs) Right. You know, then somebody saying, Psst, it's facade and have an well, audience hear it, you know, well, right. Or or even like that, that n- night, like afterwards, by the way, I wanted to tell you, mm. you don't even want to do that. I would say it'd right. be like, you know, a while it, later. Yeah, because that ruins the whole rest of your night. Thinking about last week when you made the, the faux pas in front of 30 people. Right. But the further it is away, the less devastating it is, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's if it's happened that night, if it happened yesterday or if it happened like a month ago and you're already over it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'd like I'd like to get our listeners two cents on that and and what they um what they think of that scenario. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that, too. Yeah, and I'm wondering, have you guys ever, like, pronounced something wrong or, you know, tell us what words in particular. We may have asked this before because I think we might have talked about this before. Yeah, I I think I I remember talking about my Segway problem. Yeah, you thought it was uh, Sieg. Sieg, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we've got some new listeners now, too. So if you guys want to chime in or if there's old listeners who didn't answer the question or if you have something new or if you just want to answer again. Yeah, speaking of of new listeners... um, I logged in and got um, a Skype invite from Katie Bears. Oh, she hasn't added me yet because she doesn't know what my username is. Has she added you on Facebook yet? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, she's she... a toxic Katie on Flickr. Okay, yeah. yeah. She um, she actually um added me on Facebook, and yeah, she's. Follows me on Twitter and she sends me um, things that she thinks I will find interesting, like commercials about balls. Mm, right. And um, so she's dialed right in on you already. Mm-hmm. Or wait, was that her or that was? I think that was her. Oh, when did Katy Perry start following me? I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. It's not. Yeah, actually. it was. It was Katy who. Um, 
Yeah, and she's on Twitter. She's she actually is using her avatar is from that um, fake Bukaki commercial, I think. Uh, yeah, I you, saw that. <laughs> that you did, but she's been listening to like all the emergency pans. It looks like. Um, and she, yeah, she's the one who sent me the commercial about um, how to clean your balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Which, there's a new product out. It was floating around on Tumblr because people couldn't believe it was an actual product. Uh, oh really? Have you seen it? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's called Fresh Balls. What? Yeah, and it comes in like a tube, like you get like hair product in almost. Let me uh, let me find a link to this. If I search for Fresh Balls, I think I'll be in trouble. Fresh Balls by Menon. Who doesn't want Fresh Balls? Right. I want to. Ooh, fifteen dollars. Oh, I might go with the stank until they can lower the price a little bit. <laughs> it's uh, so fresh, so dry. Dot com. So fresh, so dry. Yeah, I'll send you a link here. I'm nervous about this. No, oh, it's totally real. Let's see. And they have ones for um, boobs too. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, she's talking to me. Yeah, you have to shut her up there. There's one <laughs> called Fresh Breasts. Fresh breasts. And they sell a his and hers pack. You know what this is? This is the cure for hyperhidrosis of the coin. I've got to try this. And of the underboob. Oh, here's a testimonial. Uh, I'm a snowboarder, so wearing multiple layers of clothing while doing physical activity can create unpleasantness down there. Fresh balls completely change that. I'm stoked. Oh my god, I have another testimonial. I've been using fresh balls for the last few months. Now that it has gotten hot in the Midwest, I'm staying fresh and dry. I bought a few extra and gave them to some of my friends. That's not awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Spreading the word in Springfield, Illinois. Spreading more than the word. Yeah, really, on his friend's uh, balls. Here's a good one. Um, I really loved your product, exclamation point. I'm in the Navy and work in an engine room on board ships where it's constantly hot and humid, and I'm surrounded by men with no shirts. I added that last part myself. (laughs) I had been using Gold Bond powder for years. It worked okay, but did not last long and basically caked up like some kind of dough, which is true. It's nasty. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, with only a small amount of fresh balls, I can work in comfort with none of the issues of a powder. Thanks for a great product. (laughs) That's awesome. I have a better one, though. And I don't even have to read the whole thing. I'll just start. I'll just start with the first sentence, shall I? Okay. (laughs) After a long fishing trip, I used to have to peel my sack off of my thigh. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But then it gets better. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. So one day, my friend asked if I wanted to try his fresh balls. Ah. And I said, dude, I don't swing that way. (laughs) Now, what I want to know is, how does his friend know that he needed to peel his sack off of his thigh? Every dude knows. (laughs) Is it just a swamp down there? Yeah. You really are just making nut butter as long as it's hot outside, aren't you? Right, yeah. It's a concept. It's like a factory down there. Yeah, it is a factory. I want to see the testimonials for a, Fresh Press. <laughs> it's a factory where everybody who works there went home at seven o'clock at night, but left all the machinery on. It's it's just 
oozing out. Right. And, I just and imagine the, the being like a just... peanut butter factory where right. all the jars have like backed up, but the peanut butter's still rolling over. It's like a. <laughs> it's like one of those Lucy episodes. Mm-hmm. In, in no, it's, it's somebody. <laughs> is there a work? One lone worker down there trying to push everything into her mouth. Right. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> oh, check this out. Uh, it says. <laughs> oh man. It says that uh, they have all natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, they contain oatmeal as an anti-irritant and tea tree oil, so they're antibacterial. Hmm. So you're putting uh, oatmeal and tea tree oil on your balls. <laughs> I gotta try this though. I'm curious. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You know, the funny thing is, is the testimonials for um, the women's product. It's all about their feelings. It, it's it's not. Um, there's no humor short. in it yeah. at all. There's no humor. I live in a very humid climate and always had an uncomfortable, sticky feeling around my cleavage area. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. A friend recommended this fresh breast and now the stickiness is gone. That's it. Ever since high school, I've had this problem. No more. Fresh breast works. Thanks. Uh-huh. Jillian, no sense of humor. <laughs> oh, Chips dude, they ruin have, everything. They have t-shirts. It says fresh balls and an arrow pointing down. Oh, I love this. And you can buy a happy junk package. It's two uh, packages of fresh balls. Oh, my God. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I like this product. I think we should endorse it. I would I would endorse it for free. Mm-hmm. Just because it fits in with what we do. It does. It does. Oh, somebody here in a testimonial says there's a new product line extension for them, Fresh Crack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would that be for men or for women? <laughs> no, that's Both. that's for men. Well, at least that's the testimonial it came from. I'm going to